0: Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. If this is your first time here, I am your host, Crystal Ray, and I am a certified health and fitness coach and Reiki master. I created this podcast to help you learn ways to live a holistically healthy life that feels easy and bring on experts to also teach you guys even more to get you to where you want to be. Today's episode is sponsored by Crystal by Crystal, which is an Etsy shop that has an incredible self-awareness journal as well as intention candles and some crystal healing jewelry. The link will be in the description and you can check it out over on Etsy. For today's episode, I thought we could talk about something that I know isn't always taught, but we're really kind of going through it. These last few months, the amount of loss that we've all experienced collectively and individually has been immense, right? Every single person has gone through some type of loss, whether it be a loss of a career or a change in that, a loss of a friendship, a loss of a family member, et cetera, right? Like the loss is just so much. Then also within the Black community, it's just so much. And if you're similar to me being an empath, you're really feeling that loss. And this week itself, it really hit me hard. Just a lot of it was starting to weigh heavy on me again, which it comes through waves. So I thought for today's episode, we could talk about some healthy ways to deal with loss. And I kind of want to give you guys a little bit more background on me so you can understand my relationship to this topic in general. So when i was three years old my grandmother passed away and before that by the time i was like two or something my parents divorced and throughout my life i've had people come and go and if you ever check out my blog builtskinny.com, i wrote a post a few years ago when a gentleman who was like a father figure in my life at one point had passed away and he was really sick and actually at one point he was engaged to my mom he ended up cheating on my mom and, you know, when he was as sick as he was and I went to visit him, I really had to face certain emotions again. I had to face my anger and I had to come to terms with it and I went to go visit him and he like touched my hand at one point and, you know, I, in that moment, all I could just see was him being in pain and it really helped me move through whatever I was holding on to from the past, right? And so I'm sharing all of this with you because I just want you guys to understand that I have a really close relationship to loss. And probably one of the hardest ones to get over was of my pet when I was 18. And I had him from when I was six years old. So very long relationship. And grieving is something that I'm very I guess used to or comfortable with. I'm. I'm not sure how exactly to describe it, but I've spent many a days crying myself to sleep, even years after somebody has passed. And for me, one of the hardest losses is my grandmother. And I'm forgetting so many in between. There's been cousins and my grandpa, and you know a lot of people. And right now, it's. It's just still here. It's still very much so in our face. So. Let me stop the Debbie Downer talk, okay? Let me stop talking about the past and let's just really get into what are some healthy ways that you can deal with your loss right now. And one of the things I want you to recognize, and this took me a while to kind of wrap my head around, like years and years after I've been so used to the grief, but I really started to understand that the more pain I was feeling, it was really because I loved that person or my my cat. I love them so much, so much. I miss them so much. And it's such a beautiful blessing for me to experience all that pain because it just shows how much they meant to me and my connection with them. And I am going to get a little bit spiritual on you guys because you know I do believe in spirituality. I do believe in life after death in the sense. And there are some things, I'm going to tell you some things today, what I do to still kind of stay connected. And I read a book, Journey of the Soul by Michael Newton. And that book really helped me come to terms with what death is. It helped me view it in a different way and it helped comfort me in a sense. So much so that like I might read that book again right now just because it's it's that comforting in its own way. So with grief, please know that it's going to come up and go away. It's going to be like waves that kind of rush over you. And the closer we are to it, the more we're going to experience it. The more it's going to be in our face, the more challenging it's going to be to get through it in a sense. Our brain might feel a little bit foggy and cloudy and we're not really able to think straight it's okay it's going to just kind of be that time and the more time that passes as you go through it the more you'll start to have moments of not experiencing that heaviness or the sadness right but what I want you to understand too is that I lost my grandma when I was three years old And it has been 27 years and I still cry when anybody talks about her or when I think of her, like me sitting here thinking about her with you guys, I start tearing up, I start choking up and it's because I just miss her so much, right? And that's the thing, you know, one point in my life, I thought that eventually I wouldn't feel this way. I would experience a loss. And then I just kind of eventually get to a point where it doesn't bother me. But that's not the case. It's not the case at all. And I think if we can just embrace that and look at the beautifulness in it, then the, you know, the less critical we will be of ourselves, the more compassionate we will be towards ourselves. Because it's just like yeah, I really miss her, I really loved her, and it's okay. So as I'm saying, grief is going to keep popping up, there's going to be things that are going to trigger you. The closer you are to it, yes, the more intense it's going to be. When you get away from it, it's not as intense, but when you're away from it, you might still have moments. So don't judge them, just still love up on yourself. And so when I lost my cat, I was really having a hard time. Like I cried myself to sleep every night for at least two months. Longer than that because I was still crying on and off for years, okay? It was devastating for me. And I had worked with a medium who was capable of talking to animals. (laughs) And one of the things she, she suggested was that I make a collage of pictures. And I do what I could to really help myself get through the grief because it it was really impacting me at the time. And so that's one of the tips that I have for you guys is if it feels good for you, put together a collage of pictures that you can look at and you can remember the memories and you can see it. Or, you know. Another thing that's really helpful is to talk to friends and family about the memories of them. Share with them how much they meant to you. Share the videos. Share the funny things. Connect with somebody else through that. And of course, like anybody who's really close to you will be open to listening to that memory. It's part of the healing. So just keep thinking about it and sharing about it. And another thing that you can do is you can write to them. You guys know I love writing. I love journaling. I am the biggest fan about it, okay? Write a letter. Talk to them. Talk to them in your mind. Talk to them out loud, okay? See what you get back. I'm not going to get like totally woo-woo or spiritual on you guys in this episode, but just understand that sometimes the responses might actually be coming from them and it's not your own thought. Okay. Spirit is out there. Our relationships continue on, even though somebody may not be physically here. And I fully believe in that. And one of the things that I do all the time is I ask them to show up in my dream. Like I'll say to my cat all the time, like, Hey, come sleep with me tonight. And I'll have a dream about him that night. Sometimes it'll be like two nights later. it all just depends, but you can just ask to see them in your dream. and you you will. It's about your intention. So we want to just allow ourselves to feel through our pain. okay? This pain of a loss. it can be so challenging right? We don't want to get up in the morning. We don't want to do anything else. It hurts. It hurts more than anything else. And we wish it could be different, right? But we have to just allow ourselves to feel that pain and cry it out, really cry and let it go. That's part of the healing. That's really part of the healing. And The more quickly you can kind of just get it all out of you and, or not even all out of you. It's not fully the phrase that I want to say. It's more so like in each moment when it happens and the loss and the feelings come up, if you can allow yourself to feel the feelings in that moment, you're going to be helping yourself out in the long run. Because you're not going to be internalizing the feelings and sitting on them and letting them fester. You're literally allowing the feeling to just come out. What ends up happening is that if we kind of suppress our emotions, and I'm guilty of this, and this is why I'm talking about it, okay? If we hold back from allowing ourselves to actually feel how we feel, it's going to bite us in the end, right? It could be the reason why we start to feel physically ill. It could interrupt our energy flow. It could close our chakras or just not, you know, have us living our healthiest life. And that's why a lot of times when we do experience a loss, focusing on our health could be very beneficial for us because when we're taking care of our body, emotionally, we may be feeling better because overall our body is feeling healthy and there is a connection with the mind and the body right so just be mindful if you are experiencing a loss of course like sugary foods and sodas and junk emotionally it's it's not always going to help you it might keep you in a darker cycle and so when you feel ready for it when you get to a place where you're like okay I want to do something different. I've cried as much as I can cry. And this could all be in the same day. Like literally, like you guys could have three hours of crying and then get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm okay. And then go back to crying, right? It's not going to be like every day is one way and then it changes. Like no, like it's going to be like a roller coaster. It's going to be in different waves. So whenever you feel that feeling of like, all right, I'm going to do something better for myself, That's what we want to start to see with the loss because it's a good sign when we get into this place of just sulking for a really long time, you know, we might be leaning towards feeling more depressed and we have to remember that we're still here living and we have a purpose and there's a reason why we are still here and that whatever connection or loss we had, you know, they probably want us to still be doing well, you know. They wouldn't want us to just throw our life away and just sit around and sulk. And so, I hope this is kind of helpful if you are in a place where you're going through a loss and you're having a really challenging time and you do recognize that you are in more of a depressive state, I highly recommend that you reach out to a therapist or a call number that can assist you and talk through this with you because this is important this is your your health and your emotional health and loss can feel so painful and so big but it will get easier and you can manage it in a healthy way so i just want to recap and like kind of sum up healthy ways for you to manage your loss so one is to really feel through all your emotions When they come up, you let them out and you feel them in that moment. We're not suppressing them. We're not holding them in. We're just feeling through our emotions. Being aware of your triggers, right? Being cognizant of when you're being, having your emotions kind of set off again and you're feeling the pain because of what has recently happened. This is just going to help with your life overall because then you're going to be able to Go about your day, you know, in a way that might be more helpful than if you're just being triggered and not necessarily recognizing it. The other thing we could do is to write, write a letter, talk out loud, recognize that the relationship is still continuing on, ask whoever it is, to join back in a dream, come back and visit you that night. And if it's not a loss of a person, if it's a loss of a career or something of that nature, a loss of a friendship that's still here, you know, these things can work as well, except if you want to make amends or say anything else. You can always ask like Archangel Michael, like, hi, like, please help send this message along to you so and so, or you can pray or you can talk in your mind to them. I mean, there is something called tele like telepathy in the sense that you can send messages to somebody without ever really talking to them, right? We're vibrational beings, and we all have energy and we receive energy. So I definitely recommend that. like, working through that. And you can also start to focus on what, you know, what is the good coming out of this in the sense of a loss of a career or what type of space is now opening up in your life from a job loss. Okay. That only that regard, but when it also comes to the loss of a family member and grieving, one of the things I do, want to recognize and I, I wrote about this in this blog post about that guy who I was talking about earlier is that he's no longer in pain and as much as I may be upset that I can't physically call him or go see him or something like that there's a piece of me that's kind of like you're no longer suffering and I'm grateful that you're no longer suffering you know, it, it's challenging to watch somebody not be healthy or suffer. So that's another way to kind of spin this and another perspective to look at it in. Looking at things from that perspective really got me through um, because it's it was like, why didn't you take me with you sometimes, right? I just want to be with you. Why can't I be with you? Why am I still here? And that's the darker side of the grief, but it, it sometimes is real and we sometimes have those thoughts. And it's just remembering that we are still here for a reason and that that person is no longer suffering and they're rooting for us. And we have to keep coming up with the reasons to get up and do what we do and be here and share our gifts for the world, right? And I know it's, It's tough times right now. It really is, but we all have the ability to get through this. We are all strong enough. One of the things that I am recognizing as I'm somebody who doesn't like other people to see me necessarily vulnerable is that there's connection in crying. There's connection in sharing your vulnerability with somebody. There is a really deep connection with just sitting there and letting somebody actually see you and letting them cry with you. A lot of us are going through loss and we feel this heaviness. And so last but not least, my favorite tip of all is to dance and shake out the body. You know, allow yourself to feel how you want to feel for as long as you want to feel it. Then when you get to a place where you're ready to feel something different, you can put on some music and you could just dance and let all that energy out and just allow yourself to start feeling happier and brighter and lighter. Welcome it in. No guilt allowed. I know sometimes we can feel guilty for feeling better too soon, right? Oh, like... Grief is going to come and go in waves. So whenever you're ready to start feeling better, go ahead and do it. And every day, just do your best. And when you want to cry, just cry. And I say that because I know sometimes it can be challenging for us to allow ourselves to fully feel our emotions. And sometimes we need permission To just cry. So if you're somebody who needs permission, I am here giving it to you. Just cry. Please know I am sending you all the love and all the healing. And if you're looking for healing on a deeper level, I do group Reiki for free every Wednesday, which can really help you emotionally and help you sleep better and feel more calm and just help you feel lighter. So you can definitely sign up. I'll post the link in the show descriptions if you want to join us for free. But my heart goes out to all of you guys who are really getting hit hard with the loss or just feeling it in general. But remember, you are strong. You are supported. You are powerful. You are loved. And every day, you are healing more and more. And so as I'm recording this video, I'm sitting here like holding back tears of my own as I'm just feeling a lot of the loss so heavily tonight. But on that note, Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this. I know a lot of us are never taught how to actually manage our emotions. And so I thought that this podcast episode might be helpful for some people who are looking for some healthy ways and ideas to process the loss that they've been experiencing. If you know of anybody who you think could use this episode, then please Pass it along to them. And if you enjoyed it, like feel free to share it on social media and tag me in it or leave a review on the podcast. But all the tips that I shared in this episode are ones that I personally actually use. It's not just me Googling something and reiterating something to you. These are the ones that I did. And like I said, I've had a lot of loss. There's a lot of people on the other side that I love. So lots of love guys. Until next time.